This is Ron Moss from the heart. I want to talk about uh, 2024 in a way of sharing how we can be better and continue to move forward, uh, doing being the best and doing the best that we can. Now, the reason why I'm 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 talking about this is because you know there were some commitments that I made to myself that I wanted to do in 2024. And I think that sometimes we don't really share uh, what we're doing in the hopes that either someone can add to it and make it even better, or maybe they weren't thinking about it that way and they can, you know, turn something around in their environment and make it better. Now, what I mean for me is that I've been fortunate enough to have a business. I've been fortunate enough to, so I've been fortunate enough to be a business owner. I've been fortunate enough to, you know, Lord has blessed me to, to be called into the ministry. And so I've been able to, you know, I believe learn uh, a lot about Christ and learn how to make Christ live and not just in my life, but possibly in the life of others. Um, I went on back to school and eventually got uh, a ba- uh, uh, an associate's degree and a bachelor's degree in biblical studies. Uh, and so I've, I've tried to do some things. I've always kind of been involved in the community. Um, I've always tried to, to and, and I got all of this from my grandmother, watching my grandmother give to the community that she lived in. And, and I literally, as a young person, would kind of sit back sometime and just kind of watch everything kind of evolve. And, uh, and, and, and looked at how it made not just her feel, but made the people feel that they had someone in their corner. And, uh, and I think that was a big deal. So, you know, I'm, I was thinking about how, you know, you know, we have, you know, or I know not just a lot of young family members, but I know a lot of young people in general. And I wanted to be able to change the narrative or at least start to change the narrative. See, if you always talk about change or you always kind of make, you know, suggestions about change, but you never enact change or never start a progress or process towards change, then it's just talk. It's just uh, unrealistic ideas if you don't move the idea to a process. And so I'm thinking about the process of a day, for example, you know, uh, particularly if I'm discussing this with a young person trying to move them into a realm of changing uh, and making life better, you know, adding to life. I think the important thing when you discuss a conversation or have a conversation with anybody, you don't want to make it seem like they haven't done anything for themselves. What you're doing, you're adding to what they're doing in the hopes that it makes it even better. Okay, so think about that. When you approach people, don't approach people as though you know everything because you're going to immediately turn them off. Approach people as though you're just adding to what they know or adding to what, hey, could make it possibly even better. You know, uh, that's what I've learned. And so I thought about the process of a day. And, 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 and this is for any group of people because you got to share this information if you want us to get better and do better. And I want you to maybe think about it as you're a, a book that you're writing or a book that you're writing about your life. 
and you haven't finished the book because your life isn't over, but and you're gonna you kind of looking at the the chapters that you've written, and you're realizing that man, the first three or four chapters seem like I've been doing the same thing over and over again for quite a long time. So when I get to chapter six and seven and eight, I need to change change the narrative of my story and, and make it mean something because people are going to read this book one day. And I don't want them to read this book and come to the conclusion that, wow, this individual didn't really do anything to not only make his life better or her life better, but make the environment that they were that he lived in or she lived in better, too. And so I thought about for young people, I, th- I think there's a discussion that needs to happen. And one is and, I, and I'm asking you to ask yourself this. When was the last time or have you ever read a book all the way through? I don't mean start a book and read two or three chapters and then dismiss it. I I literally mean, have you actually read a book or books all the way through? And if you haven't, then make that chapter six that you're going to start reading. And you're going to introduce your reading to your family and say, hey, I'm reading, for example, I'm reading right now uh, critical race theory. And so... I'm I'm going to share this with my family and say, hey, if you want to read it with me or you want to grab it yourself and read it and then, you know, let's set up a date possibly when we can all conclude reading it and then be able to discuss it and discuss the pros and cons to reading critical race theory. Now, it could be another book for you, other books, you know, whatever you like. It could be a book about gardening or whatever. I'm not saying read what I read. I'm just saying for me and my family, I'm going to introduce them this week to critical race theory so we can all start reading. And I'm not talking about just reading a couple of chapters. I'm talking about reading the whole book. Now, again, I'm saying that because I think for me, I don't think that I think we've lost the art of reading. I think the unfortunate part about if you are if you are satisfied with going through the first 12 grades of your life, first grade through 12th grade. And you're satisfied because some of us, like I did at one point, was like, whew, I'm done. Whew, I made it. And then understood if I wanted to make some more money or get some more knowledge, I need to go and get some more education. So I I need to step foot in a college. I needed to add to my mindset what I what I thought I knew and what I needed to know. And and then as I went to school and didn't finish, I realized I, I hadn't really concluded the chapter and I needed to go back and finish what I had started. And, and I believe that, unfortunately, and if we're honest in our environment and if you're listening to this, are you one of those people? And if you're not, then you need to share this pod with someone else. And if you look and see or you interact with that family or those particular members of a family and no one discusses a book that they've read and discusses reading that's being fundamental throughout our families and our communities, then right at that point right there, we're missing out on chapter seven, eight, and nine of our life being different. Because when you read something and you understand what you read, you can't help but be better or at least be more knowledgeable about your surroundings, period. That, that's, just, that's just fact, you know? It, it, it's almost like reading about history. 
you know, we live in a world that's full of people just talking just from the cup, just talking from, you know, emotion, just talking from what other people say. But when you take the time and find out for yourself, you know, find out from your research, you know, that you have a better understanding about what's going on around you and not only around you, but what's going on in this world. Now, I want to I want to get back to this because I, I really want you to push this with your young people, your your cousins, your nieces, your nephews and, and your, their friends and their friends and and your friend kids. You know, I really want this to be pushed real heavily towards them. If we want to make our environment better and make their lives better and, and make their uh, their circumstances better, then you have to get them to start reading you have to help them understand the importance of reading. Okay, that's that's number one. I I think that's 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 very important. You know, I, and and I'm not really I don't want to really do this number one, two, three, four, five. I, you know, because it, it could be different in in the lineup here. But but I want you also, if you want to, to maybe gather up a group or or you all just kind of get in the car, right, and you just kind of ride around. And people point out maybe the places that they go in the course of a day. For example, you know, on that particular day, they might say, well, I usually would stop here because I have to get some gas. And if I got to go in and pay and not use my credit card, I usually end up getting, you know, maybe a piece of gum or some mints because I'm on my way to work, maybe get me a drink or a snack that I'll eat around lunchtime. And, uh, and then I'll proceed down this highway, uh, stopping at these stop signs, uh, signal lights, uh, making my way home. Now, on my way, I may see a particular store, clothing store. It could be any type of clothing store, any type of store where I might need to stop by, for example, uh, uh, Lowe's or Home Depot, and and I might need to get something to bring home a project that I've been working on, so I need to swing by there. Or, or, or matter of fact, on my way back, I don't feel like cooking, and so I might stop by one of the either fast food restaurants or it, one of the restaurants in general, so I can not just feed myself but also feed my family. Those are some of the things that we do. Most of us do in the course of a day. And I want you to, to, to have that, that ride uh, that on that particular day or one of these days in the, in the very, very near future, because then I want you to have a discussion about ownership. Moving into a thought process of wealth and ownership, that from the gas station to the restaurant, to the clothing store, to the warehouse, to wherever, do we, do you have any stake of ownership in it? There's a process of, uh, of how much money you take out opposed to how much money you're getting back in. If you work a job, right, and you live in an apartment or house 
and you're still paying rent or you still paying on the mortgage. And you're making X amount of dollars every week, every other week or every month. And at the end of the week or at the end of the, every other week or at the end of the month, you don't have enough money to do anything else but get food, pay the rent, pay the mortgage, pay the light bill, pay the water bill. And you're just doing that. Think about the chapters of the book again. That means you've been doing that from chapter one to chapter five, the same thing, and nothing is coming back in because you own none of the things that you're going to putting out that money, paying for the gas, paying for the groceries, paying for the clothes, paying for whatever. There's nothing coming back in. So another discussion that we need to have with our young people is about ownership and how realistic it is to own something, to be a part of something. Every day that that individual, and I'll use this as a great example, and I'm not mad at, at foreigners at all. Hey, more power to them. Uh, it's, it's, it's called capitalism. Uh, when, 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 when I go uh, to the nail shop to get a manicure or pedicure, yeah, I'm male. I do that. And, and I see that Japanese, Chinese, Filipino, whatever it is, sister, uh, welcoming me into the store. There's not one single dime of that that's coming back into my pocket or your pocket. Ownership. And God forbid if they ever learn how to do sister black hair. It's a wrap then. I use that because if you also travel to the supply store, usually there's another foreign brother or sister that owns that store. If you travel to any particular, what I call mom and pop gas stations, usually there's a foreign sister or brother that owns that store. We don't discuss or we don't move towards, and you can't do it by yourself, people. Don't try to go out there. It doesn't make sense. If you know, Start with your family. Have that discussion with your family. Hey, guys. Have we ever thought about owning anything? Have we ever thought thought about wealth? I, I mean, when we watch TV and and we drool over all these stars and drool over all these millionaire and billionaires and and we sit there or we go play lotto hoping our time will come when we'll win that twenty five million, forty five million, one hundred thirty million, you know, and not realizing that we have wealth sitting right here in front of us with each other, all of us are can bring something to the table where we can create our own wealth. We just have to start at it. We have to change. Matter of fact, when we get to chapter seven, let's take chapter seven and start growing our wealth for future generations. We got to change the narrative. We got to change the story. I don't want to go past this. I'm going to probably do part two, part three on this, but I want you to, those two, those two conversations, I want you to try to have those 
two conversations in the next few days with your family, your friends, others. Let's change this narrative for 2024. Let, let, let's be better, folks. We, we, we can. We, we, and, if, and if anything at all, and, and, I, and, I, and I really am speaking to my African-American family right now. If you really want things to change for the better, I think one of the things that we have to do, we have to start reading. And we got to start thinking about wealth and ownership. We're going to talk about a whole lot of other things that relates to those topics, too, in the next few days. But I wanted to start there. God bless you. Oh, yeah. Peace.